Sarah said, don't do the voices tonight. When I said we were doing The Expanse. Don't do the voices? Don't do the voices, what she, what she said. What voices? She doesn't want me to do the belter voices, is what she specifically was saying. What, try and, oh, what, sound, like, try and get some like of the, the belter? Belter loda! Yeah, see why? Sasuke. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You are me, Miller. I can't do it now. I can't. I can't do it when I've got a cold. Welcome to a very special Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. We're going to be talking about one of our favourite sci-fi series. Sci-fi? Is that allowed, Russ? Oh, The Expanse is definitely sci-fi. Okay, yeah. We're going to be talking about one of our favourite sci-fi series, The Expanse, which Russ just mentioned, actually, so, you know, didn't need that intro. Basically, season four is coming out, and we wanted to, while Tom's not here, get in there, because he's not watched it, talk about why you should watch it, and then cut off about halfway through if you haven't watched it already, and then do this spoiler cast of all the stuff we love about The Expanse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so join me doing this. We have representative of Mars. We have Russ. Oh, you so oh, is. What do they say? What? I can't I remember. Can't remember. I don't, they don't really have a thing, do <laughs> no, they? No, they don't, no. Mars forever, bitches. Yeah. Um, we have, from Earth, Duncan. Really? Yeah, I reckon so. Okay. I reckon so. Okay. I, I forgot to fade the music out, didn't I? Um, so, um, and I guess I'll be a belter, though. No, Dan. Don't do the <laughs> I've been, I'm under specific instructions not to do the voice. So I won't do the voice. But yes. So. I suppose I could be a James Holden because, you know, self righteous, bit of an annoying tit. <laughs> You'd probably go out and try and save everyone. Mm, yeah, that's about right. He is a bit of a tit, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Mm. But I do love him, though. So, The Expanse. Why should people watch it? Let's go round. Russ, why should people watch The Expanse? It's one of the more sort of exciting new TV series that I've watched in a really long time. Mm. Um, It gets going pretty quick and it moves very fast. The scope of it gets bigger and bigger every episode. Yeah. So it starts off quite sort of focused and then it brings in the other factions and it it kind of done through the, the first sort of Six or seven episodes almost are basically just a chase sequence, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, pretty um, much. With something big exploding every now and then. And then it swings around from sort of military drama, political drama, quite hard sci-fi mm. questions about life and humanity and intelligence and weird sort of semi-mystical myster- mysteriousness as well. And yeah. it kind of wraps all this up very neatly, in one of the most grounded and realistic feeling sci-fis that exist. They do a really good job of making you feel like you're on the ship as well. Like, when, yeah. when yeah. it's doing, like, all these dangerous manoeuvres, which are clearly bad for their health. Um, it, yeah. Yeah. It makes it feel... It makes you feel 
on the like you're on the ship. It makes it makes space travel feel difficult and dangerous. Yes, which it, which should it is. Do. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. First Alien film did that quite well. That's true. Like when they land on the planet, it's quite clear that landing a spaceship is very difficult and very dangerous. Yeah. Whereas all too often in you know just yeah you know, fly down there land on that yeah fuck it there we go nobody yep. nobody worries about orbital dynamics no they one. do in the expanse yeah that's very true very true uh, yeah duncan you love expanse um i mean i can't really put it much better than uh you're, you're the person Russ. that's read the books but i don't know whether you have you read the books uh, i've read the first one i've read the first one as well i i am i have asked for the latest one for christmas yeah. in hardback because the rest i've downloaded on i just didn't sleep and just read them as russ said they are so I, the books are brilliant because of the way they do it point of view they always do it from just one character and so you you get oh you get the whole story arc goes over through every everyone different uh, point of view. Um, I, I love it because it's funny, but yeah, as Russ says, it really makes you think about properly, you know, not even what you get from watching documentaries about space or, or if we're going to be putting people on Mars or mm. even getting the feel for people being up in the space station. The Expanse really does emphasise it goes into the details of the things that we have to think about if you were doing deep space exploration. Mm-hmm. And they do it excellently. And the fact that it's like, well, okay, you see all these sci-fi movies where they seem to be able to walk on the ship. Well, how are they doing that? This is how you generate artificial gar- gravity on a ship. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the layout of all the ships is like the... Ro- the Is this a spoiler? No. No, the Rossinante is depends what you're about to say after that, but yeah. <laughs> well, no, because the yeah. Rossi you can you can land on a planet, yeah. But everything it's more like well, how the ship then turns itself. It basically is everything turned upside down. Bits mm. where you were walking, walls become floors or ceilings become mm. floors, depending on whether you're in a uh, going down into a gravity well or or not so it's it's not that every everything is um every spacecraft is actually put you can actually land on a uh, on a planet um is it oh no. the, the way they do how you get off earth mm. is also really interesting and uh, and yeah the the political dynamics and the dimensions um within it it, it it covers sometimes really complicated social uh and what could be considered quite still relevant um social uh socio economic and how we treat each other relevant kind of topics in a very different way but it's kind of like well you can relate to that uh people feeling maybe misused and persecuted mm. and then the best ways of overcoming that yeah. Um, just so much, and then uh, the thing is, it's like it's so different from. In some ways, it's so different from other uh, sci-fi's, apart from possibly Firefly. Mm. In that way, uh, where it's like, okay, there is this overarching alien threat, um, but you can't all get along in to Firefly. actually see that this is not in Firefly. Well, Firefly maybe. Well, I'm thinking of Serenity, aren't I? Really, There's they no don't aliens. really unite to. Mm overcome 
No, the, like, the closest thing they got to aliens in Firefly are the Reavers, and they're just humans that are going crazy, basically. Yeah. Firefly is yeah. probably one of the closest things to the Expanse, but it's very different. Mm. Firefly is coming at things from a very, you know, more of a fun, action-y, adventure-y kind of a way. I, I always describe... I say Expanse has got that comedy element as well. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's, bits it's just not, laugh at not to the same level, though. Mm. Like no. that, some of what Firefly does is quite tongue in cheek on the the Western genre. Yeah. Uh, whereas this is this is very much it's very serious. Everything that's going on, there are there are funny bits in it. Yeah. But so Firefly yeah. operates on a small scale. Yeah. You know, for a sci-fi thing, it's within a solar system. Yeah. Expanses within our solar system. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no intergalactic nonsense no. in this. There's not without sort of getting into it. The 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 main the main factions are all human. Yeah. Um, so if you've not watched it, it's, you know, a good few hundred years into the future. Humanity has colonized bits of the solar system and is sort of fragmented into the main power bases of earth, which is, you know, where we live and the other main power base becoming Mars, which is still a relatively young Mm. civilization but it's sort of fairly well established, and they've got sort of technological and yes. military superiority. It's, it's, it's a science-based yeah. uh, settlement. Isn't so they've it, got basically. a very strong navy, yeah. but their entire civilization is within a couple of domed cities on, yeah. on Mars. They haven't terraformed the planet. And then taking shit from all of these guys, you've got the Belters. Yeah, who are the ones who are out in space first yeah. and are living hence the name, in the asteroid belt, mainly on massive space stations created from moons and Mm. asteroids like Ceres and Eros, Um, which have been spun up to give them gravity. Yeah. And then... They keep saying the word... You'll hear the word gravity so much, and it is obviously in all their thinking. Everything is, is about gravity in this. They're thinking about it constantly. Yeah, how the ships move is completely fundamentally based in mm. in moving around gravity wells and things. And the 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 emphasis on keeping your air yeah. is just it's just brilliant. That bit is just mm. epic. It, um, I mean, okay, later on the oh, the books are brilliant. I just love the books. So yeah, I mean, it's a sci-fi series. We're going to be talking mostly about the series, but it is based on a series of books. Um, but that were released prior to the series starting by James S. A. Corey, which isn't one person, it's two people. Um, it is uh, Daniel Abraham and Ty Frank. Uh, and they have heavy involvement in the TV series, much in the same way that um, George R. R. Martin had uh, heavy involvement in Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones is probably the series that it gets compared to the most in the terms of well, how it approaches the story. They were on work they worked on game of thrones yeah. as well i think actually they have a far more hands-on mm. aspect of with the expanse uh than our uh george R. R. martin did with mm. um game of thrones i think yeah. they yeah. actually actively do produce the expanse yeah yeah i think they are i mean it's much smaller scale than than game of thrones obviously I'm just talking the way they approach the actual story itself. There are similarities to Game of Thrones. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like uh, Game of Thrones did things that other TV series hadn't done at that point. 
which is that we'll introduce this character and we'll introduce this character and they might not meet for two series. They might not have anything to do with each other for two series. But you know eventually it will all tie in. Mm. And The Expanse does that as well. On, I say on a smaller scale, it's usually within a series. but Yeah, there's a lot of sort of threat. But it, it moves faster. Yeah, definitely. It, it really does click along at a great pace, which is not something you could say about Game of Thrones no. until the last series when it suddenly became abruptly, everyone's got teleporters. The, the, the pace on The Expanse is one of the things I love about it. From the three series we've had, from where you are in the first episode on the Canterbury, uh, with James Holden and and Amos and Naomi and Alex as uh, ice ice haulers, ice they? haulers, yeah. yeah. To where you are at the end of season three is like you don't in any other show you'd think, oh god, it's jumped the shark. Like hmm. at some point, it jumped the shark, but the way that it just kind of steadily ramps up to that point, yeah, it, it works. It really works. I think although although you get some very crazy shit happening, it works and it earns it because everything else is so grounded. Yeah. You know, there's no teleporters, there's no warp drives, they can't travel faster than light. The only real kind of, look, we have to have this, otherwise there's no story kind of bit of sci-fi bollocks is the, the Epstein drive. Yeah. Which is sort of a not very detailed description you know they've got drives that can go very very fast not faster than light no but you can get from earth to mars in a few it's it's still quite a while it's like a week or so they do at least address it though yeah like there's that's a whole short story isn't it yeah books yeah but like that that is the pretty much the only thing yeah that is stretching the limits of of sort of scientific possibility yeah in in terms of the sort of the the technology that that humanity they, has. Everything else is sort of we couldn't do it now, but there's nothing breaking the laws of physics there. Yeah. It's it's the and the best thing about even covering the Epstein drive is well, yeah, we can go a lot faster, but this creates problems on the human body mm. and this is how it's overcome. This is why everyone gets injected with something to basically stop you stroking out yeah do they explain what the juice is well i mean that's part of the sort yeah, of yeah. The, we look we have to do this otherwise there wouldn't be a story so there's you know if if you hit a certain yeah. amount of g's yeah. you get injected with these drugs that kind of keep you awake and conscious and functioning but it still hurts like fuck yeah and, and you can't disorient you can't just keep doing it either no and the, the really ruin. accurate thing they have is that belters can't cope those yeah. who've grown up in the belt can't cope with high even earth g because the, the belters are generally longer, mm. taller, um, and the, the, yeah, that doesn't, and doesn't that, really that come across in the a, TV show, does it? They move away from it pretty quickly. You, you kind of yeah. in the first episode, you sort of see a the an, guy, the guy being tortured, human, yeah, yeah, talking to, and there's the the girl in the escort house as yeah. well. So you know, you see like an earthborn human standing next to a belter, and yeah. she's like seven foot tall and has really, really like long, spindly arms and legs and things. But they move away from it pretty quickly. Because well, I mean, like half of the cast are belters, and it yeah. would be insanely difficult and expensive yeah. CGI to do that yeah, all cause, the time. Because Miller doesn't but look the, like that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. Yeah, but they do uh, cover the fact that um, the, the well, okay, in the, the mm. books and in the TV series, they do cover the fact that actually, yeah, okay, so they don't always make it look like that, mm. but they do cover that 
you can tell a belter because they can't cope with the G, yeah. which is is actually yeah. biologically accurate. Not, not just when, that, when the Martian delegation yeah. go to Earth, it's the first time they've actually, out of simulations, experienced one G of gravity, and yeah. they find it like they're all ill yeah. when they get there, and they find it incredibly difficult to move around and to breathe properly because yeah. their bodies are meant for. What's and Mars like point three G. Yeah, like and they 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 make a whole deal about like the Earth is just watching them get off the the ship and fall over basically. Mm. Yeah, except for Bobby, obviously. Yeah, because she's amazing. So Bobby is amazing. Yeah, she's Bobby. one of my favorite characters. Rewatching it, she she is. Yeah, she's just fucking awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> she's really very amazing. Is. Yeah, but like when I when I first watched it, I thought I'm gonna hate her. She's gonna be really annoying. It's the Starbuck thing again. Hmm. It's like first time I saw Starbuck. I'm like, oh god, I'm going to hate Starbuck. I mean, if you're going to make a comparison, she would. She's the Starbuck of this. Yes, she's 100 percent the Starbuck of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's amazing. But she she doesn't come into it until series two. So, um, but she's a Martian. Um, she's meant to be like two meters tall as well, isn't she? In the books. Well, she yeah, is Martian, Martians are tall. Yeah, yeah. But you can't you massive just, unless you're a Hollywood film. You, yeah. you can't, and the first series of the Expanse was done on a shoestring budget, yeah, which is impressive considering what they achieved. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If some of the some of the exterior stuff is a little bit shaky looking, yeah. and and you know you can you can really see the increase in budget going into the second series. The first scene itself is is excellent with um, Julie Mao. Mm. So, like, the whole story starts off. We haven't actually gone into what the story is. The whole story starts off centered around this woman. Uh, and the first time you see her, she's uh, on a ship that's clearly had something bad happen to it. She's been there for a while. She's been trapped. Uh, she makes her way through the ship. And the next thing you see is she encounters something. You don't know what it is, uh, but she screams. Mm-hmm. And then the series centers around what she saw, basically. Yeah, so the, the initial kind of kickoff of the story is is looking for Julie Mao. for this woman. yeah. And that sort of kicks off a whole bunch of other stuff and, yeah. and drags in other people and becomes much, much bigger than that. So the books, Leviathan Wakes, is is two stories. And each one is is a different chapter at a time, isn't it? It's mm. the Miller story and the Holden story. Yeah. yeah. So Holden is a uh, senior officer on this ice hauler. He's the... First officer. He's, he's the f- he, no. no he's, he he's made the acting first officer because the original becomes, first officer goes insane. Well, XO. Yeah. yeah. He becomes. He's like he's XO. the captain is trying yeah. to convince him to become the XO. Isn't yeah. He? What's the? Why did we come? We came all this way. Why didn't we bring more light? And just like he's gone insane. He's walking on the dirt mm. that he, from his plants. That's and, um, yeah. Jonathan Banks. Isn't it, it is. It, yeah. Nice what a little cameo. Yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. Um. So he's the acting. He's been trying to convince to become an XO. Uh, they receive a distress signal that they all decide from what is believed to be the ship that we've seen at the start. Um, and they choose to ignore it at the time. It's only when, in a fit of uh, compassion, that uh, when no one else is looking, James Holden chooses to receive the signal and they're forced to go onto the ship. Mm-hmm. Now, while this happened, it's happening, you've got the Miller story. And I think the the having read that one book they do a quite good job of saying there's these two stories happening at the same time basically mm. which is Miller is a detective on series is it series he's on series yeah, yeah. Series. yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah you get you get like a yeah. pretty good cop drama yeah on an asteroid yeah it really like. is it's yeah. so it's so noir 
it's so those kind yeah. of like it's almost 40s piss taking like the way he wears yeah. that hat all the time and everyone is constantly yeah. taking the piss yeah. out of him for his hat <laughs> yeah. so you've got that and he's he's trying to he's been given a side job to find Julie Mao mm. um, whilst having to deal with this uprising group called the OPA uh, the Outer Planetary Alliance isn't it the OPA yeah, yeah they're sort of the paramilitary wing of the belters aren't they yeah and they are they are a they're an activated terrorist group, basically, aren't they? Well, it's, they, I mean, they deliberately keep it very. They're not out and yeah. out terrorists. They're sort of, you know, are they? They're sort of activists with a few people who go a bit too extreme in it. Yeah, headed up by uh, on series series at least. It's um, oh god, what's his name? The actor, fucking, that's gonna buy, bug me. Harris. Oh, what's his name? Jeremy. The guy from Mad Men. And yeah, he's, yeah. he's Moriarty. In yeah, the, and he's, in the he's Richard Harris's son. Is it, is it Robert Harris? Yeah, no, it's, you know, Richard Harris. It's, it's fucking Dumbledore's son. Yeah. But it's. Oh, what's his name? That's going to bug me. Get on IMDb. I'm doing it now. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay, I got it. It's Jared Harris. Jared Harris, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So, so he is the head of the OPA, pretty much, isn't he? The unofficial head of the OPA. On that space yeah, station. Because yeah. Fred Johnson's running things on um, Tycho Station as well. He's a different character. Yeah. Which we find out a little bit. He is decorated Earth war hero, but that refused to do a specific thing. Sort of disgraced military figure, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. And started leading the OPA. Uh, so you've got the OPA who are leading uh, the Belters into what they believe will be... Um, just just having a seat at the table with Mars and Earth, basically. Yeah, they want to be taken kind of seriously, yeah, yeah. don't they, basically? All the the while, Fred Johnson's building the giant Mormon ship. Mm-hmm. The Naboo. That's what it's called, yeah. Um, yeah There's a giant Mormon spaceship yeah, in it as well. because the Mormons want to fly off as far as they can into space, basically. Yeah, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a generation ship, isn't it? To yeah. try and go and find like another solar system to settle. Yeah, which is really where they can live how they want to without anyone else going. Yeah, having a bit weird, mate. Having listened to the last podcast on the left series on Mormons, it's actually really accurate. It's really it accurate. Shows exactly yeah. what they want to do. Exactly. Yeah, it shows a great deal of research, yeah. and especially calling it Naboo, Naboo as well, yeah. and the whole aspect of the belief system that they need to be going to. Mm. They will all be transcending to a planet as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in hindsight, that was genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah, no denying that. So, so yeah, you've got all of this going on, and what it does so well is it just continues the, this all these stories completely separately, and, and they're very different stories. So, the Miller story is very different from what's going on. Can I give away what happens at the first episode? People will. It doesn't really matter that much, does it? I think first episode is okay. Yeah. So at the end of the first episode, they've gone to the ship to answer the distress signal. When they get back on the little shuttle to head back to the ship, these rockets are fired from what is believed to be a stealth ship. Um, and the rockets fly straight past the shuttle and destroy the, the Canterbury. Canterbury, which has got all their friends on. It's the ice hauler, basically. And from then on, it's the story of Miller, Amos... Naomi and Alex and the other guy Holden <laughs> no, James no, Holden. Holden Holden I said not Miller sorry Holden not, not Miller yeah uh, and then there's the medic as well whose name I can't remember the doctor yeah, yeah. he's called him doctor yeah 
Uh, it's about them trying to survive, basically, and trying to figure out what they're going to do because in the middle of something they'd never planned to be in the middle mm-hmm. of. Uh, in the meantime, Miller's getting deeper and deeper into the Julie Mao case. Uh, it's overtaking everything else he's doing until the point where he's told not to do it for reasons you'll have to watch the series. At this point, it gets crazy, and then in season two, it gets... Season two's action-packed. Season two is the one that's got the most, like, fighting in, I think. Yeah. Yeah, well, so in the second series, that's where it sort of bleeds into, like, a full-scale war yeah. between the various factions. Yeah. So what, why do we think people should watch The Expanse? Because it's, good. it's really yeah. good. Oh, because of Amos. Yeah, yeah I mean, Amos is an amazing character. I fucking love Amos, yeah. Um, it's ve- I think it's quite easy to get into. Mm. It's gripping and engaging immediately. It builds really quickly. Yeah. There's always something it, happening. Yeah. There's no sort of like wasted episodes. No. They all kind of, it's very purposely building mm. towards, you know, the, the story arc. There's no just like, oh, we're just going to dick around for an episode type stuff. I just... I, the acting is excellent. Yeah. The, you know, the... Uh, oh, the, the writing the acting is fantastic. Is, the writing is excellent. Yeah. You know, picking, uh, casting. That's it. Yeah. The casting is bang on. Yeah. Um, it's got some cracking one-liners in it as well. Mm-hmm. We'll get onto that when we get to the spoiler bit. I think um, it's it's just an interesting sci-fi that deserves more credit than it's getting. I think. I like. I, I mean, it's doing pretty well. It's doing okay. They're, they're, I mean, they've they've renewed it for another two seasons, mm. basically now on Amazon, which is great. Because it could keep going and going by the, the sounds of how long the books are going to be going for as well. But it's, yeah, it's in a good situation. But I think more people, it should be on a, as far as I'm concerned, it should be up there with the likes of Game of Thrones. This series is excellent. More people should be. Yeah, I don't think it's, a, I don't think it's going to manage to get the same no. penetration as Game of Thrones. But I mean, Game of Thrones is very lucky to yeah. get, become a sort of culturally. Really as weird well. as well. Because like the, the initial reviews panned it. Mm. like really hated it and then it just seemed to just take off people liked it so yeah but I don't think Game of Thrones it's got similarities but yeah it's not really comparable I don't think no no they are they, they tell very different stories um, but but how they're told it, it has some similarities yeah so that's it non-spoilers wise watch The Expanse it is excellent it's one of my favourite sci-fis I can't wait to watch more of it I can't wait till season 4 it is. The, it is really great. Yeah. There right. Is are we, are we going very, spoilery now? Oh, wait, wait, wait. There is a very good reason why it's. It. They've got to keep on doing with the expanse because there's a very good reason why it gets called the expanse because it's easy to go. Well, hang on. They're only focusing on the inner planets, and then you realise. Oh, hang on. They. We've got to Saturn. We've got to the moons of Saturn. Mm. Oh, hang on. We've gone a bit further. It goes, then, it goes further and further out in each series. Is that what mm, you're trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. It goes further and further out. Yep. And you start getting a. You start getting feelers for the expanse of space. Yep. Which will lead nicely onto spoilers. Okay, so three. So, like, if you haven't watched it, for, turn off now. Go watch three seasons of the expanse yeah. and come back and look, look, watch. And do, because, like, it is the sort of thing that spoilers really spoil as well. Yeah, you want to, you want to come into this series fresh. Like, people that have never watched it, I'm jealous of mm-hmm. that they get to watch it again fresh. So, so if you've not watched it. Fuck off and watch it. Yeah, and then come back and listen to the rest of this. Yes, obviously. Yeah. So three, two, one, 
I mean, it's got aliens and shit in it. It's got aliens in it. Like, like Except it, yeah. hasn't, it hasn't actually got aliens. The Proto-Monocle's not the aliens. No, that's it's, the weapon. It's a technology created by the as-yet-unseen aliens. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't actually designed as a weapon either, so not really as a weapon. It is the portal creation. Yeah. The gate creation. It's just you can, because it's an intelligent... Well, not yeah. intelligent, but you can... It's like a... Yeah, it's like weird super type of stem cell. Yeah. So, so where where we're at in the TV series, um, the, we know the proto molecule was, we know there's a threat that threatened the people that created the proto molecule. Molecule. Mm-hmm. That's all we know. Yeah. So their civilization got wiped out by something. Yeah. But we don't know what it is yet. Like mm-hmm. this is like Prometheus if it was fucking good, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um. I like Prometheus. That being said, but yeah, this but is. But then there's also so the like the the the, the civilization that created the proto molecule. They're not like they don't give a shit about humanity. No, it's an accident that the proto molecule was found. Yeah, they're not really trying to talk. They couldn't care less about us if they still well, exist. Uh, you know, it it kind of just turns out that Earth was lucky because the what. What carried the proto molecule obviously crashed into one of the moons or it was moons of Jupiter, wasn't yeah. it? Not one of the moons of Saturn. Um, and so we have to thank uh, Jupiter's gravity well. Otherwise, it at what the portal stuff was actually heading towards Earth anyway mm. before we had evolved. So we wouldn't be here if it had actually hit Earth. Mm hmm. Because they were looking for another escape. Yeah. Um, but what I really like what they've done in the TV series, I, I'm a bit behind because I'm not up, right up to season three, but mm. the, how close it is mirroring the books, doing a better job of it and not doing a shit job of it mm. like Game of Thrones did. So uh, it, 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 I just like how they dealt with the Venus situation. Mm, that yes. is just brilliant. That is one of the most visually stunning things I've I've seen in a, in a series of the, well, the thing well. rising out of the yeah. clouds of Venus. Not not just that when it, when the the uh, lander is heading towards Venus, and it just breaks up, mm. and it breaks the people that like the component parts basically. Yeah, and that, that's yeah. a repeated motif, isn't it? They yeah, just, yeah, they just take things apart to see how they work, including yeah. a person. Yeah, in the, in the station. Yeah, yeah. Um. I yeah, I've, I've totally forgotten what I was going to say. Now <laughs> I'm completely off track. Uh, it's the reason I one of the reasons I haven't read many of the books is because I'm at a point where I don't want it to spoil the TV series, yeah. which is a terrible way of doing it. <laughs> but like, and, and I understand that the books are the what it originally originated as. But I kind of want that sit down on a Friday night, watch as many episodes of the Expanse as I can. And be shocked by it aspects to, to still to still kick in. I don't know. It feel it feels bad to say that, but I don't want the books to ruin the TV series, which is awful. <laughs> I, yeah. I started watching the TV series, yeah, and then was like, I need to read the books. Oh, really? And yeah, I was like, I just I just need to know. I it was basically I just want to know what's going to happen in the TV series. I just like spoilers. Yeah, sometimes. Like I just ha- I knew I wasn't necessarily going to be able to watch all the TV series because I tried watching it with Emma, 
and she didn't really get into it. Hmm. Um, and therefore, therefore, I knew I, I I just had to read it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm going to read the books. There's no denying that. So so where we left but off. Honestly, yeah. how how they do how they do it on the TV. I kind of pref- in some ways I kind of prefer. Hmm. how they do it in the series because they get the flow better yeah um admittedly in the books you can get the the, they can properly give the time it takes to go from um was it talos station the tyco station talos tyco station um the distance they can do the time it takes to travel maybe a bit better in the books Hmm. because you've got the story to tell in the tv series but i don't think they do a bad thing way of in the tv series the way that they get all the they still do it the story from the um character angle really well yeah and i think that really works so the fact that you do get bobby brought in a wee bit earlier than you would do in the books it's just it was wonderful and you get the, build, the, the build up in the backstory mm. of you get a better backstory in the tv series of some of the characters than you yeah. actually do in the books so Avatarhala's not in, not until the second book, is she? No, yeah. but she's in early, and that mm. is probably the best thing. Uh, she's my second favorite character. I love yeah. her. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the, quickly then, let's do favorite character because I don't think this will take very long. <laughs> Who's your favorite character, Russ? I mean, it's a to- well. You know what? You say that. But yeah. You've got Avas. Av- I can never say her name. Avatarhala. Avatarhala. Yeah. Bobby. Love Bobby. Drummer. Yeah. Oh, I love drummer as well. Yeah. Yeah. Amos. Amos, yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like Alex. Yeah. There's loads you of really Alex, good characters. Yeah. Loads and loads of really good characters. It's probably Amos because he's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And he has he has got the coolest moment in the series. Yeah. Like absolutely the coolest moment in the series. Have you have you seen the video of him watching it? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's hilarious. So you Which moment? Have you oh my god, you're kidding. Oh, you haven't got to that bit oh, yet. Is it that's that not in the series that you've watched? Anyway, it's really fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you'd seen it, you'd know exactly what we're talking about. It's it's a weird like what you want to happen is not what you should want to happen, but when yeah. it does happen, you're like, Yes, mate, get in. Yeah. Yeah, I like So I won't give it away specifically, but you've cause cause you're you're ahead of with the T V series with the books. It's the bit where they go to the station to rescue the kids. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Don't worry. You, if you if you've not got to that bit yet, yeah. I don't want to really oh, enjoy, yes, it, enjoy yes. it when you get. Oh uh, yes, it's when he kills the guy. Yeah. Yeah. But in the books, it's 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 how he he's yeah yeah. It's because the father is very well is, done. Is it because the father was going to do it and Amos goes no and then he does it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And you're but like yours. And you know it's going to happen as well. And they just leave this brilliant pause while he sort of slowly turns around. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because where's Chatham who plays Amos just nails it. Just like nails. He's terrifying. In the first two seasons, he's he's just scary. But he's not, he's not a psycho. No. He's just, he's got, it feels like he's got all his ducks in a row. He feels like he knows... He's yeah, got he's, he's got his own guidelines. He's very sort of methodical yeah. and calm. It's just yeah. for him, violence is often the most sensible way of resolving a situation. Yeah. The thing is, he relies on both uh, Naomi, and then later on, he actually relies on Holden yeah. as his kind of compass. And he goes right. 
well, if they say no, I'm not going to do this. Yeah, he's, he's loyal to 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 a fault, pretty much. Well, well, it's like it's like he knows that he shouldn't be making the decisions on his own. Yeah, he he sort of knows that he needs like a, a he's conscience aware. on his shoulder because he doesn't have one of yeah. his own really. Because <laughs> because yeah, he's very much shoot first, ask questions later. Like if yeah, if he it was up to ask him. the questions, no, he wouldn't. Yeah, he'd shoot first, and then that would solve the problem. But it's more like he would he would he will shoot if the captain says to, yeah, without hesitation or worrying about it at all. Have you uh, seen the trailer of season four? Uh, not for a little while. I have seen it. But There's a new one. Oh, a new. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. No, I'll, I'll, I'll show you. He's got. An, it looks like he's got another line. <laughs> it looks <laughs> fucking great. I can't wait. Um. But yeah, he he's got some of the best moments, like the uh when uh Holden admits to him that him and Naomi had been sleeping together. Mm. And he goes, oh, I don't know, I didn't know whether that was weird. And he goes, No, no, it's not like that for us. He goes, I mean I'd bang her if she let me, but uh <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's it's it yeah, Amos is great. And it's like, also the line where you go, you go hang on, do you stay around it? Because he's just staying in the brothel. Yeah, he's just... <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> it just and that just makes sense to him. And then he's got that weird relationship with the guy they, they get off the station. Prax. Yeah. No, yeah. the... Yeah, the... Um, you know, the... Yeah, is it, it is Prax, isn't it? The guy that was hooked into the computer. The... The guy that was hooked so they the they go to I can't remember what the station is that's annoying. Um, the the research station. The research and station. It's the it's the it's the really crazy scientist yeah, guy. They had all been hooked into the 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 big computer. I don't even remember that. Okay, well it's, it's uh, rewatch it. It's great, but it's uh, he has this weird relationship with him because they both have different outlooks on life. They both have things that that mean that that make sense to them. Like this is the shortest route to to something making sense, mm-hmm. but it might involve people dying, or it might involve just in the case of the scientists, it, it might involve many people dying, so they can figure it out. But um, but Amos sort of un- weirdly understands his point of view and goes, yeah. "All right, well, it's not necessarily his fault. Yeah, he's not actually purposely bad. No, mm. he just doesn't. He doesn't know that he's bad. Yeah, yeah. He but but Amos does become like. By the end of season three, he he tends to be doing the right thing at least. Has no problem shooting at Bobby, but we'll get like, but uh, yes. I think he's he he'd be like a chaotic good in D and D, wouldn't he? Oh, I don't know whether he'd be good. Maybe chaotic neutral. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely because chaotic neutral, but like hanging around with Paragon side people. Yeah, so like because because the end of season one, he still just shoots that guy. Who's pointing a gun at Naomi? Hmm. He doesn't. No, he doesn't hesitate. He just shoots him. And there's the the bit when the Mars uh, they're, they're going to board the ship, and he's just standing by the airlock with a gun, <laughs> just waiting for them to come on. <laughs> and Holden puts a gun to his head and going, "Yeah, you get a clean shot right there." So uh, Amos is great. He, he he's in, the characters develop throughout the seasons. Arguably, the one that doesn't is Holden, but he kind of does because he gets the thing in his head he he doesn't really does it he's no. less he's less of a character hold yeah he's more of your audience proxy point of view character yeah he's a, he's yeah he's he keeps um, the story going yeah that is a bit of a shame because in the books he does sort of he does change he actually becomes slightly 
darker and not he's not necessarily self righteous, but he just he's definitely that. He does become uh, he becomes less self righteous and a, he does become a bit darker and sort of like yeah. more judge. He, he, well, obviously he's very judgmental, but he he kind of puts that more into action mm. and sort of semi becomes a bit more Amosy in that shoot first. You get a bit of that in the TV. Yeah, season. he's he's less interesting than the other characters, I think. Yeah, Naomi's quite an interesting character as well. Oh, yeah, I can't great. wait to get more of her story if they do it. I, mean, I love they've the got detail to. of the the tattoos around the necks on the belters, yeah. which is like an homage to yes. when they were first out in space. Yeah. Anyone that spent a lot of time in a spacesuit ended up with a scar that looked like that around their neck because yeah. the seals on the spacesuits were a bit crap. Yeah. So, you know, the old belters, they don't have tattoos. You can see they've got yeah. scars in that pattern and the younger ones have, have tattoos that look like it. To honour that. And they look yeah. really cool as well. Yeah, they do, yeah. She's great. Like, my one of my favourite things with her character is in season one and two, she doesn't really sound like a belter. It's only when she's back on the ship with the other belters because yeah, she's got to talk the to them. Yeah, really the comes in because it's a big deal to be a belter. Like you can't just if she came on and she was uh, uh, speaking in the same way that she was speaking when she was on the Rosinante, then then that would be a big deal, and, and she wouldn't. No one would respect her. Mm. When they go on that ship as well, they introduce oh god, what's his name? The guy that was in the Bourne films, who's like the guy who takes over from drama. Oh, what is his name? Yeah. Yeah, he's really cool. Fucking love Drummer as well, by the way. Drummer is a great character. Like, takes no shit. Yeah, she's, she's got another bit where she just shoots someone in the head and you're yeah. like, fucking brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> it just works. Um, but yeah, Bobby's a really interesting character. Bobby goes from being a jingoistic Mars Marine, just wants to go and show Earth, just go and take Earth down, make them pay for what they did to the Donager. And then, I mean, by season three, she's back in the Marines. She's got a second chance and she's doubting what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going to happen in season four, because obviously at the end of season three, she's spoilers. She's on the Rosinante. But. As the, in se- end of season three, is the gate opened? Yes. Uh, they've yeah. not gone through the gate yet. They've gone through the gate. They've gone through the gate, so they're not on the space. They're not on the control station. Yeah, they've been to the control station by the end of season three. Okay, and so all the gates are open now. Yep, all the gates okay. are open now. Yeah. Well, that's that's kind of like the the end of the series. Is sort yeah. of it going that's beyond ha- just there being ha- one gate? Yeah, that's actually how. Oh, hang on, which book is it? Book four, I think. Mm. Is it, it's going at a pace that it's actually it'll. In maybe a season or two seasons, it will be up with the books. There is, well, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Bobby is awesome. I love Bobby, and she stays awesome in the books. And yeah. they've got her bang on in the series. Like just so, such a great change of tone to the start of season two, with the Martian Marines who are like, yeah. they're wearing these power suits, and they're completely different from what we've been seeing. Mm. It's almost like a completely different series from what we've seen in series one, which is very gritty, like with the detective story, or you've got basically these guys who are just space truckers. Yeah, well, like the, the Martian side of things is a very sort of, you see a bit yeah. of it on the Donager, but yeah. very, it's very sort of sleek and high-tech and polished yeah. compared to the belt, which is all sort of held together with gaffer tape, and then the 
you know, the Canterbury is kind of like this rickety old ice hauler and the the, the Earth Navy ships are, are kind of older and a bit crapper. Whereas yeah. the, the Martian stuff is the, that's the sort of very sleek high tech stuff, isn't it? And that, that's the th- that's what I really love uh, in the series yeah. about the Donager is when they go on they go wow this is just something yeah. and you can see sense Alex's pride in it and then it's just the realization that they're losing yeah and you you just hear the whole build up this ship should not lose and yeah. it does that's just crazy yes yeah, really it's, cool. it's just weird because you don't really expect to get something such a build-up going this is how mighty it is and then it just falls apart straight away it's, it's brilliant the uh, martian interrogation scene as well is great with the drugs that they take yeah too. yeah which don't really sort of go into exactly no. and it makes you wonder why they're not does. using that shit when they're on earth as well like the the bit when they might not have it yeah but they might not yeah. have, have access to it no as in the when the martians are on earth to like see if Ava, what what Avatar is up to, basically. Mm. But uh, but I think whatever it, she goddamn likes. I think all it does is like increase your perception. Yeah, a bit. yeah. It doesn't give you magic. No. Mind reading. Or no, anything. no. I don't think it does. But but you, still though, yeah. Avatar, by the way. Let's yeah, get to her. Very cool. She's amazing. Just get to the fucking point. <laughs> she's she's great. She has some of the best lines in the series. Mm. But yeah, I like her a lot, and. She, more of a central role by the looks of things in season four, so which makes sense. So what are we looking forward to in series four? And we're gonna have to say Duncan, no spoilers now yeah. from the books. Um so what I've seen of the trailer and what I've been told, uh this the book that this one's based on is very Amos heavy. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to more Amos. I'm looking forward to Burn Gorman being in it as well, who looks like he's set to play a fucking horrible human being. <laughs> so I quite like that. It looks like they're spending less time on ships in this one. Yeah. Which it is, is when they go to the planet. Yeah. New Terror. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Ah! <laughs> there's that. I'm so excited for it. But mm-hmm. the problem is because I had watched some of this. So, uh, actually, maybe I read the book. I may have read Leviathan Wakes, then watched the series. Yeah. And now all I can picture is the characters. Yeah. As they are on the TV, because it kind of, they, they are really perfect. Yeah. So, they, they do. I am really excited for New Terror, because yeah. that is a bit of a frustrating, it is a bit frustrating, and Holden remains an annoying tit most of the time. <laughs> but Amos just remains... Um, awesome. Yeah, I, I, I want to see what's happening with Bobby as well. Like yeah. she's had a rough time of it. Yeah. So last time we saw Bobby, she kind of defected from Mars to Earth, hadn't she? Yeah, yeah. Or she was well, she to, to the Rosanante at least. Anyway, not necessarily just Earth, but yeah. Mm. Uh, so that's uh, what's going on with what's the ship called in the end? After the after they they didn't name it the Naboo in the end, did they? The big one. That's gone. Has it gone? No, it's not. Oh, no, they got it back, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. They recover it. Uh, Drummer's still in charge of it, I think. So. Yeah, what do they call it? I can't remember. It's is not it... called the Leviathan, is it? I think it might be, actually. Yeah. I might be wrong. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 
So they've got this like converted warship, but it's still got all these religious paintings <laughs> around the <laughs> yeah. walls of the bridge and stuff. Yeah, it's it's awesome. That's mm. really cool. Um, just season three ended in a way that was like, and everyone's getting on and we're all moving on. So season four has to start with shit going completely wrong. Well, you, you, know, you have to suspect that gonna, they're going to introduce some tension at some point. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise it'd be like, they got to the planet and it actually worked out all right. Everything's fine now. So yeah. Oh, other favourite moment yeah. that I forgot to mention earlier yeah. is that guy in the racer ship flying through the barrier for the oh first time. Oh, my God. And did, disintegrating. Not, did not see that coming either. <laughs> like, because you get the whole... It's it's done in such a comedy way. Yeah. Because you get the whole, like, his whole story throughout that episode. Like, this girl that he's in love with and he's he's doing the, the slingshot racing. But like, slingshot racing is another thing that's really cool in that series mm-hmm. as well. Um who's the slingshot race is doing it for her then she's she's seeing someone else and it's even when he she's on the the uh, video screen and she's just giant dong just appear in the background basically <laughs> absolutely love that and then the belter versions of the songs so you got the belter version of uh the deep purple song yeah and then i can't live if living is without you as well they've changed them so they sound like oh it's so well done and then by the end of the episode, yeah, he's decided he's going to fly through the ring, and he just just annihilates him. It's hilarious. It's so bad. It's disgusting, but it's it's so good. Brilliant. Absolutely love that. And the lead up to there as well, when you've got the um, two admirals, where you've got the mutiny on the ship as well within the Earth Navy. Yeah, yeah there's the bad and the good. I fucking hated that guy. Yeah. Like really hated him. That's so. quite sad because it goes quite like the, the Earth Navy ends up yeah. like ripping itself to pieces. Yeah. They they and like quite a lot of ships blow each other up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite sort of heavy stuff going on. So uh, Duncan's had to disappear for a bit. Oh dear. Okay, I am that guy. I just want to say it. Let's just get that out of the way. You are what guy? That's the the Amos line. Oh right, you're not yeah, that yeah. guy. You, didn't, you didn't deliver it in a very Amos way. No, I, I, I couldn't. But you didn't shoot me in the head immediately afterwards. Sorry. Should have done, shouldn't I, really? Yeah, I should have done. Yeah. That that line is, is great. Yes. I'm, I'm excited about more Amos, basically. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's up there as one of my favourite characters in a TV series. He is, he, he is great. Yeah. He's a nutter, but he is, he is absolutely great as well, mm-hmm. yeah. So excited about that. Um... It's just moving along at fair pace, yeah. I think we get to see more what proto-molecule tech they describe in the trailer. So. See, it, do, it does go so quick. I, I get the feeling that anything we sort of think, oh, maybe it'd be cool yeah. if it did this in the series, it'll probably have done it by episode two and be on something completely different. Yeah, I, I get the feeling that we, this one's not going to be about Earth or or Mars or the belt. This is going to be about something completely new. Yeah. Uh, and trying to lose those titles when they don't really mean anything because you're trying to set up a new somewhere else to live basically yeah yeah interesting anything more we'll wrap or should, or should we wrap this up no i think just say super super excited i when's w- it on uh 13th of december so here's 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 what i'm gonna do I'm gonna watch the election results mm-hmm. cry myself to sleep um, and then watch the whole of the expanse the make, crank and then the expanse yeah, yeah and make myself happier again yeah Oh, yeah, so I do need to watch two series. How many series have there been? Three. Three, yeah. Three. 
So I need to watch three seasons of The Expanse. Yeah. And also 11 Star Wars movies before the next one comes out. No, 10. You want to watch all the Star Wars movies before it comes yeah. out? Yeah. Have you booked a ticket yet? Yeah, I'm going to go see it in the... Uh, uh, the not the 3D, but like the super screen 2D yeah. at Hamill. Are you? When are you yeah. going? The Thursday. The, the day after it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you want to go with me? Look out, I've booked a ticket. I'll book a ticket when, when you book a ticket for me. I'll have a look. I mean, this is. I've got that day off, so. This isn't very. No, podcast. We, we, we'll, we'll move on this, from this, this, yeah. It's just life admin again. We'll discuss this afterwards, but uh, yeah. yes. So. But I don't, I don't want to go 3D because it's bullshit. Yeah. And it hurts with my glasses. And we can hold each other's hands whilst, uh, whilst it well, ends. Start at hands. Start at hands, yeah. Like, if we can, like, properly climax by the end of that film, <laughs> that's 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 the dream, isn't well, it? Well, hopefully. Really? Yeah. If it's just crying, then I'll be very upset. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we're going to go. Thanks for listening. We started talking about Star Wars now, so we need to move on. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be talking about Star Wars. Oh, my God, that's another thing we need to... We can do that the following week. Admin. Admin. Move on. Yeah, uh, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's just at TMTOH. We will do the Choose Your Own Adventure book at some point. We will, when we've got a full compliment. Yep. Uh, Tom's the guy who brings the book. That's the simple logistics of that problem there. Well, you can't. You, you need more than two people. Yeah. But when he's extracted the last ferret from himself, yep. he'll, be, he'll be back amongst <laughs> us. Yeah, so hopefully that won't take too long. So, yeah. Well, um, they can go quite deep. They can do, yeah. Well, he'll, he'll be all right. He knows what he's doing. He's done it before. Well, this is exactly the thing. He's done it a lot before. So <laughs> those ferrets really get up in there. Yeah. It's just a gaping chasm. Right. So um, we will be back yet yeah, next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Boop. Key music.